Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. Our first guest today is the host of the SBS food show, Good Tucker. It's Saran Jayamana. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Our second guest is host of the Triple J Lunch and touring his show, Black and White. It's Dave Woodhead. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening. <laughs> I'm, I go straight to good afternoon. No, this is going out live. So that's right. This is going out live? Yeah, oh, yeah. Perfect. I work. And when do, when do we chuck on the G Flip song? <laughs> what minute do we throw that on? <laughs> well, I think if it's like your show every half hour on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll just put it up to my phone. <laughs> yeah, our third guest is touring Australia currently with their show, Oh the Horrors. It's Grace Jarvis. Hello. I always love when people try to find accolades for me to introduce me to stuff. I was doing these corporate gigs the last few nights and that MC is just like, She's killing it, man. Like, she's just, she's killing it. I don't have any kind of, like, actual, like, no organization has decided she's killing it, but I have. Um, I was like, well done, man. You've yeah. done your best. See, it, can, it, can get, it can get worse. Yeah? The, I think the worst one is like, man, I've seen them all around town. <laughs> oh, I've had that before they, they as well. Up. She's gigging. She's yeah. on gigs. Oh, man. I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely I've, around. He's around. <laughs> I had the Give other night. They uh, exist. Yeah. <laughs> Paul McDermott. They're certainly here this evening. Paul McDermott hosted our uh, a lineup show the other night mm. and he introduced me as I just met him backstage. He had a pretty good handshake <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I like that. Yeah. I can't believe he said my Sometimes name. Sometimes you only have a certain amount of information. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yeah, he's been in business. He's a redhead, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. tallish. Look, yeah. yeah, slightly taller than me, uh, wearing Took a the tram here, so <laughs> well, we're going to hear about that, I reckon. <laughs> I mean, he's been around show business for a long time. You, you yeah. can, he can turn, he can stretch. Yeah, that's yeah. He knows how to stretch. You know? That's right. So the way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one, and I have to guess which one is correct. And the first question this week comes from listener Bella from Sydney, and the question is, what is social loafing? What is social loafing? Well, they're writing their answer. I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestants, and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question. And I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And uh, 
That's why we've given the guests triple points in the final round to even things up. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod, which is linked in the show notes. I have to say, we the reason we're doing this record is because we did a live podcast and the audio was terrible. And I've never cared about the points before in the studio but on the night everyone was real deflated <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i was the, like yeah. i guess we should have been trying harder that was not a crowd that was on board with the house no big booze i think that's probably, Angie house i think you know what that's probably why that file was so corrupted yeah, yeah. Corrupted, i reckon <laughs> the conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theory yeah the audience member just poured their drink onto the soundboard going no one will hear this <laughs> anyway question one answers are in <laughs> We're so good at podcasting. What is social loafing? When two consenting adults lie on top of each other in a public uh, square, uh, sorry, in a public space, uh, like a beach or park. Yeah, sorry, I do need glasses. (laughs) A TikTok trend inspired by a comfortable style of men's shoe where people bake bread in a town square. That's where I was getting the square from. Social gatherings without any goals, plans or commitments. When someone puts in less... Sounds like loitering to me. (laughs) (laughs) When someone puts in less effort when they're judged as part of a group, a San Franciscan subculture of baking sourdough bread with friends or rolling down a big hill but in a group of friends. It's a lot of... It's very friendly, this one, for sure. Mm. So you got uh, lying on top of each other in a public space. TikTok trend inspired by comfortable men's shoes. Baking in a town square. Social gathering without any goals. Uh, when you put in less effort, when you're being judged as part of a group. San Franciscan baking with friends or rolling down a big hill with friends. I would say rolling down a big hill with friends. Yeah. I feel like that is the correct answer because it's got to be interesting enough that they've picked it. And I, I the San Francisco baking with friends just seems too mm. too plain Jane. Yeah, that's mm. not an activity. Yeah. That's like yeah. a, you know. And it doesn't anyone need a name. could do that. That doesn't need yeah. a name, yeah. I can also imagine that like, you know, it's a story of um oh well back in you know, the day there was a little boy who would throw bread down the hill and they'd always go, oh, <laughs> Billy, Billy, don't do that. <laughs> but then everyone started joining him and then and so now and then I don't know that they ran out of bread. Yeah, they down the hill. So then rolling. they all had to roll down the hill together. Like maybe it's like a little Become story. the bread. It's a yeah. race to get to yeah. the bread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. I imagine it's something kind of like the cheese rolling. Yeah. Yes. Like cheese yeah. Roll? yes. Yeah. You locking that in as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, why not? What about you, Grace? I'm going with social gathering with no goals, I reckon. Yeah, the loitering one. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, two consenting adults lying on top of each other. Uh, that was Dave Woodhead. That was me. What is that meant to say? In okay. a public R? Uh, pu- public area. Area. And oh, you know what? It's just one letter yeah. off and uh, I could not make sorry. sense of it. Sorry, you know what? My bad. Uh, I also, when I was reading it, and tell me if it would be more believable if it was like, I was going to put at the end, uh, usually, like a popular Norwegian. Like oh, it's a Norwegian yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. If you make it sound Scandinavian, anyone will believe yeah, it. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, yeah, because I could imagine like, uh, like the two rules, like you have to be adults. You can lie on each other, but like you have, to, I imagine it's like someone can just lie on top of you, like face face down or something. Yeah, I this is unironically a thing I enjoy. The only like the only like because 
I'm autistic. We're really bad at regulating our own nervous systems. And that's what like weighted blankets are for. And I'm yes. only ever jealous of my friends and relationships when I want someone to lie on top of me with their full weight. The human <laughs> weighted blanket. <laughs> Just yeah. re-regulate my heart rate. <laughs> Uh, there should so, be a service for that. <laughs> I think there is. There's professional huggers. Yeah. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, You're going to waste all up. your money on the professional <laughs> huggers. That's Grace. She doesn't start drinking or doing or drugs. <laughs> it's just, oh, God. Grace, what are you doing? You can't blow three grand on hugs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Grace is in a lot of, lot of trouble. Yeah. She's so you're like, a dude, very specific kind of trouble. You're, you're, you're like strung out. Like, you're like, come on, man. I'm the most relaxed I've ever been. It's all these fucking hugs, Grace. You're wasted it away with these fucking hugs. <laughs> the TikTok trend uh, inspired by comfortable men's shoes. That was Saran. Uh, San Franciscan subculture. That was the house. Uh, the house also wrote social gatherings without any goals, plans or commitments. That oh. was Bella in particular. Uh, rolling down a big hill in a group of friends. That was Grace. Yes. Oh, well done, oh. Grace. Yes. Uh, meaning the correct answer was when someone puts in less effort when they're judged as part of a group. You know, like a uni oh. group project oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You sort of just get to hide oh, in the group. Yeah, right. You're, apparently you're social loafing is what you're up to. Do a true crime mm. podcast on what happens to all the people in a group chat when you try and do a group project at uni. It's like, <laughs> oh, I've dropped out. Oh, my dad's dead. Oh, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've lost my computer and my shoes. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm doing the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, didn't your dad die last semester? Yeah, it's funny how he keeps doing that. <laughs> I have two dads, actually, and you are being very homophobic <laughs> about their deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, question two comes from Kelly Clark from Malgamong Gupmalans on Wajaknunga country. And the question is, name a species of spider. Name a species of spider. While you're writing your answers, here's some more info on social loafing. Maggie Wool, writing for Better Up, says, whether you're accomplishing something at work or at home, you likely know that work gets done faster when you collaborate with others. But you, may have ne- uh, but you may have had negative experiences with team collaboration in the past. If you've ever felt like you were putting in more than your fair share of work to pick up the slack. Have th- I ever? Well, then you've already encountered social loafing. <laughs> Bella writes, this level of effort is lower compared to when the same person is working alone or judged indi- individually. When working alone, many people tend to put in more effort. But when there's teamwork involved, some people will slack off. Well, that explains why improv is so hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Man, when you I see how none of us tagged onto that bit though. <laughs> none of us yeah, 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 no yeah. one. We're like, yeah, true that. This guy's fucking blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a bit, just a genuine criticism of the art form of improv. <laughs> Get it together, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? And we're not talking about live sketch. That's a different thing. I respect that because you've, you're you've writing thought of it. You've thought of something. Yeah. And you know what? You have a place you're going with it. Yep. It's not always great. Man. But you have had a goal. You wrote it. You had you know what? You had a Google Doc. You had a Google Doc. And that's all it takes. You at least had a dot point. Yeah. A little combo. 100%. You didn't just you, rock. you did like the thing where you know when you're playing as kids and it's like, okay, you're going to do this now and then you do this and I'm the mum and then you're the dog and then we're going on a walk and okay, and now go. <laughs> yeah. Instead, like, you know, it's just I'm sitting in a room as an adult, paying my hard-earned money to watch a bunch of fucking other adults playing <laughs> Space Jump. Yes. 
on my Friday night. I what am even, I doing? I didn't even like watching Space Jump when I was in a drama class <laughs> where we were playing Space Jump. Oh my God, exactly. How many exciting scenes can I see when someone's on the ground and the other one comes, grabs the lace and goes, oh, the wheelbarrow. It's yep. like, cool. I guess we're waltzing now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the answer to question two are in. Name a species of spider. Blue bottle of the bush. Golden bauble spider. Halo weaver. Detachable penis spider. Jaunty George. Or the frog eye tree spider. Blue bottle of the bush. Golden bauble spider. Halo weaver. Detachable penis spider. Jaunty George or the Frog Eye Tree Spider. I think we're up to you, Sarah, first. Oh, okay. Um, you might have to read them one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Bottle of the Bush, Golden Bauble Spider, Halo Weaver, Detachable Penis Spider, Jaunty George or the Frog Eye Tree Spider. Okay. I think that the most interesting option is the Detachable Penis Spider because um, I feel like the rest of them... Almost sound too much like spiders, <laughs> <laughs> except for John T. George. Uh, oh, it's uh, to me, it's either blue bottle of the bush, but a blue bottle. Wait, a blue so bottle is a I, here's jelly, the thing. Jelly, here's the thing. Jellyfish. I feel like I've heard of the detachable penis, penis spider. That's why it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's something. It feels back, back of the head. <laughs> I think every dude's read that once and. Like that there is a spider like that and it just stays there. Do you think it means that the penis has a detachable, the I spider think, has a detachable penis? You know what I think it think? is? You know what I think it is? And I'm, this will, I, I think it is a real spider. This might just be an origin story I made up, <laughs> but I feel like, isn't there a whole thing? I feel like it has something to do because the female spiders usually kill the dudes after mating. So I think the detachable penis. That's just the golden widow spiders. I don't think it's all of them. Is it not all of them? No. Okay. Well, praying praying mantis is all, is all of them. But maybe, well, well, maybe kind of, so it's a decoy. You I'm think. kind of thinking Black that. Spider. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking Golden that maybe widow. this uh, the detachable penis spider has evolved to go and go. Oh shit! I know they do that. What I'm gonna do? I'm still gonna smash. Yeah. But last before, like you know, right after oh, Boston, like kind of just button. yeah, just kind of can I can take the penis out and then maybe it grows like back. A parachute. You, or, yeah. or you've got to remember where you've left it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to so run it, scurry yeah. off. And you kind of got to throw your dick somewhere detachable. else. Detachable. It doesn't make it clear in the name if it's retouchable. Retouchable. Yeah. yeah it could that be. That makes it a yeah a lesbian spider. Mm. Got yeah. <laughs> to remember where you left your detachable penis. Yeah. yeah I'm going to lock in detachable penis spider because right. I think Dave has convinced me with his origin story. Yeah. It, it would be so sick if this is Dave's fake yeah. one. Uh, Grace, what did what did you go for? Um, I'm, you know, I'm thrown by this because yesterday, um. Another comedian was explaining to me all of the um, villains in the Batman series, and it turns out I have no information on that at all. It was all new to me. Right. And then I was like, I, I thought he got bitten by a bat, and he- then he laughed at me as though that was a crazy thought. Yeah. Because I was like, well, he's Batman. Yeah. And Spider Man was bitten by a spider. It would make sense. Yeah. Look, Apparently, no, no, he's just like got he real bad by PTSD. Bats. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> Which I relate. Too. I was, um, I was there for this conversation. It was infuriating. <laughs> from which side of it? Well, as soon as she said, so wait, he didn't get bitten by a bat. I like, I didn't think I had that energy of like <laughs> girls getting comic book characters wrong. And I go, <laughs> 
No. Also, as it was happening, this Martha, I was enjoying the conversation and I was like genuinely absorbing new information that I didn't know I didn't know. But this woman comes past and sees a man explaining Batman villains to me and locks eyes with me like, like, do you need to be rescued? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What a legend. And I was like, no, no, I'm good. Anyway, I'm very confused by spiders and bats and whatnot. But I reckon Jaunty George, um, just because entomologists seem like they'd be having, oh, arachnologists rather, I suppose. I think they they seem like they're having fun with it. Yeah, I've been a- and at a certain point you run out of Latin. Yeah, <laughs> I think. This- I mean, it's you know the foundation of Western society, but it's it's finite. I th- this one does have a Latin name. This is the common, more common name sort of thing. Oh, okay. You know I mean, but that would be true for all of them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna go detachable penis. Okay. Hell yeah! Okay. Locked in. Locking that in. Well, that makes me comfortable. It's not David's answer. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been like that. Would have been the best play of all time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was. I thought it was yours, and I was like, he is keeping it cool, man. Yeah. No, no, no. That was that was me spilling my heart out. (laughs) 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 This is how much I believe that detachable penis spider is real. And if it honestly, I have trust issues. So if this is not, (laughs) if it's the house, I'm actually going to fucking. I'm walking off. I swear <laughs> to God. All right, here's who wrote the answers for question number two. Uh, you know, we're great at improv. <laughs> blue bottle of the bush. That was Kelly, aka the house. Uh, golden bauble spider. That was Seren. Halo weaver was Grace. Uh, the frog eye tree spider was Dave. Jaunty George. Grace went for that. That was the house. And that means that Dave was entirely correct with the whole backstory and everything. Detachable penis spider. <laughs> The backstory yeah, as well? Yeah, it was all right. That was oh, my That's God. That's insane. You know what? Hosted, oh. so I'm d- sorry to host, uh, out-host you there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the whole story, though? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, what? Wow. So they can reattach it? Oh, did. apart from the re- – no, oh, you okay. can't reattach. Okay. You can't so re- you die. You get two. Oh, that's they pretty get good. Two, it's so more than bees. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. – and it's – Hey, that's more than me in high school. <laughs> Um, and now, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> fairly straight man. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell the listeners in greater detail. I, while I you're was going to make a joke about like, he, does he get because he gets two times to this park? Oh no, I think he has. I th- oh, I think he has two. Yeah, so he can do it twice. Yeah, and that just increases chances. Oh, I thought you meant you got more. I, that's more. Uh, that's more dicks than you got in high school. No, and no, I was yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not shocked by that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. So I was trying to. I, you know what? I was on the wave of like the a root joke. Yeah. Not a dick joke. You fucked it. Classic mis- yeah. All right. You know what? In improv, they would have fucking brushed past this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're not. Yeah. 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 yeah no, but. Also, I thought just. We're going to fucking thought, burn you on a stake yeah. for a slight <laughs> error. That what? was actually mine. <laughs> <laughs> One quick thought of uh, improv uh, versus comics riffing. Comics riffing is just angry improv. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's it. Can I ask a question about this detachable? So it gets two. Um, the third. Is that two? And then the, like two penises. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so after the second detach, that's they become eunuchs, and apparently sometimes they'll remove their own and make themselves eunuchs straight away. And but it actually, I we think, have those people in human society yeah, as well. But I think that ha- it has the opposite. Um, I think for some reason in spiders, when they take them off, it seems like they get more aggressive. And I think in humans, it goes the other way. Oh. But I'm not a scientist. Mm. <laughs> I've, I read. Breeze through one article about Honestly, this. Honestly, so. <laughs> I mean, if you this. cut off my genitals, I think the two options were would be be angry or uh, accept my fate. And mm. so I guess the spiders have taken that as, uh, yeah, there's, there's two options. Mm. And, you know, those seems like the ones to have. And I guess that, yeah, like human eunuchs, get, 
chop the balls as well, which I think is where a lot of her- I don't think hormones human, human eunuchs definitely don't chop the penis, right? Yeah, it's just the nads. Just the nads. I think. Which but is I where those people who are like on. I mean, this is this is going to be making this scientists out there furious. For unqualified, actually, this is indicative of how much I. Talk to Tom and Demi uh, in that I know that there are Reddit forums for people whose like fetish is chopping their own dicks off, and then they do it, and then they're quite upset because they can't do it again. Yeah, which is right. kind of the large problem with that kind of fetish. It's one kind of a done. one and done. Yeah. 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 Whereas if they were these spiders, they'd have to they'd get another crack do, at it. Do they sometimes they'll do it straight away rather than after root? Is it that, sounds like what happens automatically while rooting, and apparently it gets left behind. Um, it keeps um, put, putting out um, jizz while it's still in while there. it's d- attached, so they can get away. Oh, because the, they they will be eaten otherwise. It's a problem, which decoy. is what Dave was saying. Mm. It's like a decoy, and the the females are like five times bigger. Oh, okay. And do sometimes they cut it off st- even before mating so they can stay you, in the you, choir? Is you that do why? continue to ask me, uh, like I understand, but yeah, I, th- I assume so. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're choir spots. Yeah. You, you, you know, actually, I know why they rip them off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's it's to kind of prove to the world that he's different. Yeah. It's like, come on, baby. Yeah. Oh, you think I'm just like all these other detachable penis <laughs> spiders? No, look, I'll fucking rip them off right now. <laughs> and he does it. He's like, oh, what am I going to fuck with? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is this making sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that means uh, in round two, Saran and Dave and the house will get one point. So after two rounds, the scores are. Dave and Serena on one point. Grace in the house on two points. Hell yeah. Here's question number three. This one comes from Jacoby D'Angel, I think. I've said his name before. It's D apostrophe Angel. Dangel. Dangel. The next one was written by Jacoby Dangel from Sacramento, California. Go Kings. Uh, in season two of a pup named Scooby-Doo, one of the many Scooby-Doo spin-off shows, what monstrous character does Casimir Codwaller disguise himself as to cover up his crimes? You're all familiar with Scooby-Doo. Every episode, it's just like some old man, but he's dressed up as a monster. And it seems like a monster for the whole episode. In the end, he says, oh, I would have got away with it too. Yes. Yeah. So this guy, Casimir Kaz- Cod- Codwaller, dressed up as some weird monster. You've got to name the monster and give us a little description of it. Does that make sense? And while you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a bit more about detachable penis spiders. According to Gizmodo International, the male of the species has a dangerous natural imperative. He has to mate with the female who comparatively is a behemoth. And she wants to eat him. What's a go- I love how this is written. It's just very, very... Um, they're taking it. They're making science very digestible. What's a guy to do? Uses detachable penis to keep her satisfied while he scurries off, of course. The male Nephilangus malabarensis is equipped with two sets of genitals known as palps. These are designed to break off and continue pumping sperm when the male is either eaten or otherwise bales. Daquin Lee, a researcher at the University of Singapore, believes it aids in the spider's chances of procreation. About 30% of sperm were transferred to the females before the palp breaks off, and about 70% of sperm was still left in the broken palp, Lee told Live Science. In our experiments, it took about 20 minutes to transfer about 85% of the sperm. That's an impossibly long time to be riding something five times your size with a hankering for your flesh, 
It's like riding a zombie bull for half an hour. And I, I appreciate that uh, she put it in a terms I would understand. Um, all right. That's all I, I do. That's my weekend plans, riding a zombie bull for an hour. It's my I, whole thing. I should say... You I, know this, Woodhead. We've, we've been friends a long yeah. time. You know what I love to do on mm. the weekend. Man, I know, it's the, <laughs> I know it's Friday. You get real relaxed with that professional hugger and then <laughs> straight to the zombie bull riding session. I just want to quickly say that I have a lot of respect for improvisers. All right, well. <laughs> well that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> kind of nah. feels like you're throwing us under the bush now. Yeah. Nah, the shout bush. out Ben Russell. <laughs> the bush. I know. We've got improviser listeners and I think they're all fantastic people and very talented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like the answers are in for question number three, which is in the season... Uh, in season two of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, what monstrous character does Casimir Codwaller disguise himself as to cover up his crimes? Here are your options. The Heckler. A play on Batman's The Joker, only this guy would maniacally heckle whatever you said to him. Uh, this is great timing for me. I've just <laughs> learned about Batman villains. No, I thought it was yesterday. you. I thought you were like, all right, I think that's a shared universe maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dreadoid. A robotic anthropomorphic tree that leaves a trail of sap. Adolf, Adolf Hitler's ghost, a psychotic narcissistic asshole, basically Hitler, only now in ghost form. <laughs> Chickenstein, a seven foot tall humanoid chicken creature with red eyes, sharp teeth, flat head, and stitches on his body. He would cluck like a chicken, but in a low pitched, angry sounding voice. Wally Walnuts, an evil nutcracker who carries a big mallet. Or the ghost of Fat Man Scoop, a ghost of a largish man with a Dairy Queen loyalty card. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super familiar with the Scooby Doo TV shows. Uh, I, I I can't imagine they get super in depth on like corporations, right? Uh, I don't know if I haven't seen it in a long time. He I said can... season two of a pup. What, what yeah, year so it was... it seems like a spin-off, right? It could be a more contemporary. Yeah, I think it might be a more contemporary one. Because um, I think they've been making it forever and there's yeah, always yeah. new series of it and stuff. Would, would either any of you mind if I say when? No. No. Because... Um, Unless it's before 1942. Two, <laughs> yeah, pre Hitler. And then my Hitler answer would be. <laughs> uh, it was in uh, early nineties, in the okay. in, through the nineties. See, because okay. that's what I'm kind of leaning towards. I feel like it is like one of the ghosts because they love the ghosts. They love ghosts, which also yeah. doesn't didn't really make any sense because like how do you disguise yourself? Yeah, disguise yourself. Yeah, because they were so like believably see through, and yeah. but they'd say, "Ah, oh, you caught yeah. me with my special light thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're kind uh, of skipping over that, the writers of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, a lot of things... I mean, what, and this dog can talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But barely? <laughs> like, why can the dog talk but barely? Right, right, right. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Um, so, I, I guess... The moral right. is just generally, men are scary and they're good at disguises, so... <laughs> Don't trust Father Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, and then, but also, I don't like how Fred just pretends to be such a good guy. That's even more creepier. You don't think Fred in the? Oh, okay, Fred. Yeah, machi- is he the which one? Say the Bond one. He's yeah. got a cravat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, Freddie he- Prince Junior. Yes. yes. Or as I said to Saran when we were watching a movie the other night, 
Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Prussia. I yeah, think was, I think I had a. That was a weird moment. Pretty close. <laughs> 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 I think it's the chicken Frankenstein. Chicken, Chickenstein. But yeah, the, I liked that too. But it's seven foot. Can he? I guess if he can disguise himself as a ghost, he can. Yeah, yeah that seems more realistic to me to be able to paper mache kind of like a parade float. Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a On big stilts. bird situation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe his eyes are coming out the chest. Mm. <laughs> uh, but the one thing there Sharp teeth Chicken don't have teeth <laughs> It's humanoid chicken. Humanoid you're right Good point What about you Dave uh, I'm I'm kind of caught between the ghosts Caught between two ghosts So you got Hitler And Fat Man Scoop Yeah It'd feel wild Like I guess in the 90s Like I guess You could see that They're like kind of trying to Throw an edgy joke in there And, and then like how yeah? Well, when they, did Fat Man Scoop die? Like how? Well, I think he's still alive. Oh yeah, I'm then kind of thinking, but it's like, what's more, re- what's more believable? Of like, would I'm guessing it'd be like a guest with, appearance of yeah, Fat Man Scoop voicing him or something? Yeah, probably. yeah, a bit yeah. of cross promo. Yeah, like when Coolio was on the nanny. Yeah, Hitler seems <laughs> too <laughs> too far uh, to have Hitler. Yeah, that's, yeah, and also like I feel like Scooby Doo wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like I think that was I and mean, Disney also because Disney fucked around. Yeah, Disney had that whole Donald Duck Nazi cartoon where like pro Donald or Duck, pro or against. Well, you know what? I have to because I thought it was always pro growing. I thought it was like yeah, well because he hate uh, you know Disney hated Jewish people. And so he made Disney this. Disney did? Yeah, Disney did. Disney had a, is pretty anti-Semitic. It is. That is it's, wild. Yeah. Um, but so then, How do you get past that as a children's cartoon company? Man, you know, that's, it's like. I it's mean, like a we bunch wanted, of their early like, ones have blackface in them. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty yeah. in vogue at the time. It maybe yeah, I don't yeah. think it was, I think everyone was pretty chill with it. Yeah. yeah. You always find now every, if you look at any picture of Disney, um, he's always kind of, his fingers are always apart. That's because he always had a cigarette when they would take, so they've had to oh. like remove it's all photoshopped out. Um, but I, but later, pretty I thought much, he was the, just always playing scissors, paper, rock. Yeah, <laughs> it was the only right very they, predictable. Walt, yeah, yeah. Scissors, scissors again. Every Look, time that was just scissors. him. That was just him before they like they opened Disneyland before the rides were ready, so he'd just go around and go, "Hi, kids!" Uh, scissors, <laughs> scissors, paper, paper. <laughs> I don't know what do you want me. Uh, the haunted mansion stages. <laughs> actually, we're a bit over budget. That's <laughs> The ghost of Fat Man Scoop will be there soon. (laughs) That's Walt Disney's version of running out of material and doing crowd work. Being like, the rides aren't open, but let's do some... Uh, Hey, kids. That's cradle. He does the thumb trick. (laughs) Oh, look at my thumb. What else has been going on? Um, Um, Yeah, uh, something behind your ear. (laughs) But pretty much, uh, I think actually the, the Donald Duck cartoon was... He was like a Nazi in it, but I think the whole cartoon is him having a dream going oh i hated being a nazi oh. let's support our troops right i don't know i but it'd be what because yeah yeah it's still it's yeah. also kind of i think it's kind of like a bit of a maybe as a company they were like well don't we obviously support our troops but then that was kind of what going yeah but also let's yeah, it is. let's kind right. of let's kind of how I don't can know. we have both sides? how exactly it's interesting though if you are disney and you do at some point decide like, oh, I should use my platform for more. I should have a say in these political issues, but the only medium you can speak through is your cartoon characters. Yeah. <laughs> it's why it's yeah. You're a Disney man. Someone will take an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Call up the Times. They they would love to chat. Uh, yeah, I look. I think all all in all, I don't think Scooby Doo would do that. Mm-mm. I think um, they play it 
uh, you know, right? They recognize that they're a cartoon. We should be having a bit of fun. Um, so I reckon it is a fat man scoop cross promo. All right. Goes fat man scoop. Lock that in for Dave. So that just leaves you, Saran. Um, I think it's the chicken stein. Chicken stein. Two Could you read me the full description of chicken stein? Seven foot tall humanoid chicken creature with red eyes, sharp teeth, flat head and stitches on his body. He would cluck like a chicken, but in a low pitched, angry sounding voice. Yeah, I think because I feel like they also had robotic things. They had ghosts a lot. And they had robotic things. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go chicken oil, well. chicken stein. Paper mache. All right. Locking those in. Here's who wrote the ants. Wait, here's a, that was a robot? The chicken stein? No. No. Humanoid. Oh. Chicken creature. Uh, so my logic doesn't, but I'll still lock <laughs> it in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the, there was a robot. The robot one was the robotic tree. Anthropomorphic oh, tree. Nah. I'll stay with chicken stein. All right. Here's who wrote the answers. The heckler. That was the house. Uh, Dreadoid. The anthropomorphic tree. That was Grace. Am I saying that anywhere near right? Sorry, <laughs> it's, I can't. It doesn't work if I go. And how do you pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> it sort of gives the game a away. A dryad is a tree spirit. Doesn't matter. Sorry. <laughs> Feel free to help me out with some um, from a mythology heads out there. Phonetic spellings <laughs> in, in uh, words that have uh, three vowels in a row. <laughs> I actually also think probably the American spelling is much easier to pronounce, like with a Y instead okay. of the fu- the way I've done it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, You're just trying to flex. I guess. <laughs> Adolf Hitler's ghost. That was Jacoby, aka the house. Yeah. Uh, Wally Walnuts. That was Dave. Uh, I liked it. I like Wally Walnut. Yeah. I imagine like a big. Like, I was kind of going. Like, maybe it was like a Chris. I could trick him with a Christmas episode. Yeah. Thing. I can but imagine uh, Scooby getting squashed flat and then re becoming 3D again. Yeah, maybe having to eat a Scooby snack for him to pop up. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Be a little uh, spring or something. That'd be the Ghost of Fat Man Scoop, which Dave went for. That was Saran. Uh, Yes. Meaning nice. Chicken Stein was correct. Hell yes. So two points for Saran, one point for Grace. That's what I'm saying. Scooby-Doo villains, they're like, they make parade floats. Yeah, this yeah. is the area you got to be looking at. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question number four. This one comes from Nick Dennis from Edders in Pennsylvania. What well-known product did Robert Chesbra invent? And in what unusual way did he use it? So what well-known product did Robert Chespra invent and in what unusual way did he use it does that make sense I think so and uh, like as an example it'd be like the refrigerator but he didn't use it to keep things cold he uh, slept in it that's not a good example that's why I'm hosting Uh, according to Jacoby Chicken Stein appeared in season 2 episode 4 of a pup named Scooby Doo in an episode titled Chicken Stein Lives he was a Frankenstein's monster with a foul twist. The monster clucks and make, makes egg-based puns, and the identity of Chickenstein was revealed to be Kazma Codwaller, who was selling stolen merchandise out of his basement. Chickenstein appears in Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Uh, oh, which is a... I guess that's one of the real-life movies. Is on display in the Cookville Criminology Museum. Is that the one where Velma wears the sexy orange leather outfit? Oh, you best believe it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I don't uh, think I've uh, seen yeah, the I movies. I think it's at uh, maybe like hour six minutes and <laughs> yeah, 22 yeah, yeah. seconds into the film. <laughs> yeah. But apparently originally uh, Chicken Stein was going to be brought to life with the other monsters, but he was cut from the film at the last minute. Um, but images of a living Chicken Stein are still online. And in Jacoby's opinion, he looks pretty sick. And they should have <laughs> left him in. Yeah, he'd be better than the fairy floss monster. 
Ah, I should I? Are yeah. these worth the second a, one is these films. The second one uh, is I, I've seen the first one a lot. Mystery Island is the best. Yeah, it's sick. And the, it's you so know what's good. you know what's awesome? Uh, the Outcast song in it. So good. It's like great. The Outcast song in Scooby Doo Mystery Island is a banger. <laughs> I, and this this isn't really a joke. It's more of just a genuine picture. You play have. it on the radio. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Lunchtime legend. Anyone can call in. Oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. I'll get it done. Um, <laughs> call in, text it. Um, but the you know they was originally written to be like a you know like an R rated comedy. Yes. Yeah, and then they were like, "We got to make this for kids instead." Yeah. We, so the vibes are real weird. It's really weird. It's so good. But you know what? They Isla Fisher's there. They should do that. Shit's for, crazy. They should do that for Skippy. R-rated Skippy. R-rated Skippy. He can talk now. He's yeah. got a rude attitude. Blinky Bill. Blinky Bill. But yeah. like, like our version of Ted. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Hey, while you're still writing your answer, let's go for a quick break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, your answers are in. So here's question number four. What well-known product did Robert Chesebra invent and in what unusual way did he use it? He invented Vaseline and he ate a spoonful of it a day as a health supplement. Oh, no. Uh, the coffee plunger. This is like he- the carnivore people all over again, putting butter in their coffee and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> coffee plunger, but he used it to separate cheese curds. A uh, Viagra. And he believed that it promoted proper blood flow from the heart. Uh, the toilet brush, but it was originally designed to scrub your private areas. Uh, t- the toaster, he used it to dry his mittens. Or the first bulletproof vest, but it covered the full body and he died by suffocation when testing it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Vaseline, coffee plunger, Viagra, toilet brush, toaster, bulletproof vest. Yeah, I guess... We always talk about how Ned Kelly got shot in the one part of him. There was no armor. <laughs> yeah. If there was armor there, maybe he would have suffocated to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was going out regardless. Yeah, was- <laughs> uh, I think the, the oh no, you go. Oh, sorry, no, you go. I was just gonna say the the Viagra one sounds very possible. Um, because most a lot of medical things are like a mistake, or it's like oh, you find the use for it by trying to do something yeah. else. Yeah, but all I these like- guys have been treated for <laughs> heart, and they're like getting some weird side effects <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> well, I, thought, that I, is I, I thought there was like a study on Viagra that it was to improve period pain in women, and then as soon as they discovered it was for erections, that there was no money for that anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very plausible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I was about to. I was about to also say the, the Viagra thing, and because I knew I remember that, but their Viagra had, was that that was the case. But then what Grace said there as well. Wait, what did you say? It was that what? They, they it was they were doing studies on it was improving period pain, um, but then they kind of scrapped the studies when they learned that they could sell it to men who couldn't get hard. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say that those are kind of like the two 
I reckon those that story is right, and I reckon it's also this. Yeah, I reckon, it, I reckon it, they were trying to make this wonder pill for like helping blood flow through better. Yeah, and maybe it was like, um, you know, they they. Were I like, think they do prescribe it off label for heart stuff too, as well. So I don't mm. know. But also, yeah. it's not my area. Yeah. Because, I mean, erectile dysfunction probably would have something to do with... Heart, blood heart. flow. Yeah. yeah. In my experience, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look in the Viagra. Viagra, Saran? I reckon toilet brush. Toilet just brush? Just because everyone's going to go with Viagra. <laughs> and oh, what about you, Dave? I'm going to go Viagra. Viagra? All right. Uh, all right. These are the answers. Uh... The bulletproof vest, covering his full body. That was Nick in the house. Uh, the toaster, drying his mittens. That was Seren. Coffee plunger, separating cheese curds was Grace. Uh, invented the toilet brush to scrub your private areas. That was Grace went for that, but it was Dave. Oh. Point to Dave there. Yeah. Seren and Dave went, Shouldn't have been different. <laughs> went for Viagra, but that was the house. Ooh. Oh. Nick in particular wrote that one, meaning the correct answer was the Vaseline. He would have a spoonful of it. I don't know a why day. I doubted myself. As, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Yeah, there are still guys like that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it can't be that." Even though I know people who do basically that thing right now. And what he, was be- he, he what, believed what he, he lived into his nineties, and he believed it the whole way through that it was this, this miracle substance he's he lubing up his insides. He, he went around trying to uh, selling it, sort of you know, as a miracle cure for cuts and burns. He'd burn himself. Oh my god! In front of a crowd, and then put it on top, saying it was a miracle cure, which it wasn't. It would just it just creates a layer. Yeah, it's like a, it's, you know, similar to a band aid, but it mm. basically stops infections getting in. So it did save people's lives from not getting infection, but it wasn't what it wasn't he was for eating. Do you think he no. had to, yeah, he's swallowing it's the called, vaseline. Yeah, it's called petroleum yeah. jelly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's made of oil. Yeah. Before so before meals, he'd swallow the vaseline and then. Then you don't have to chew, I guess. You just, yeah, just swallow them. Yeah. <laughs> Eats it like a snake would. Uh, yeah, wild. So two points for the house, one point for Dave that round. Uh, all right. What are, what are we up to here? Question five from Wheat Whittington from Surrey in the UK. What is the nickname of NBA basketball player Jonathan Malangu Kaminga? While you're writing your answers, here's some quick info on the Vaseline guy from Wiki. Chespro lived to be 96 years old and was such a believer in Vaseline that he claimed to have eaten a spoonful of it every day. He died at his house uh, in New Jersey. He also reportedly, during a serious bout of pleurisy in his mid-50s, had his nurse rub him from head to toe with Vaseline. He soon recovered and credited his recovery to Vaseline. Now, that's a fetish. <laughs> oh no! I've, I've, yeah. That's him being like, if I'm going to die of pleurisy, at least have a woman rub me with oil. <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing. Just to be like, um, oh, could it could it have? What is pleurisy? I don't it's even like know. a lung thing. I think you get scarring on your lungs. Right, it's like pneumonia adjacent. I'm pretty sure he must have been having some other treatment then to right? recover from it. You would hope, and he's like, well, that might have helped a bit, but it was the Vaseline that did the trick. <laughs> But also, if you invented Vaseline, you'd be pretty, feeling pretty good. Yeah, it's not, yeah. yeah. That's, and, he, and he's probably just a bit of a narcissist. Invented it and he's like, yeah, this is why I'm awesome. <laughs> 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 it's like, also, it's like, it's impressive, but not too impressive. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
Here are your options. For question number five, what is the nickname of NBA basketball player Jonathan Malungu Kamunga? Kaming- Kaminga. Glenn Coco. The Cum Bucket. Don the, uh, John the Don. The Boomtown Shakalaka. The Giant or Biter. Glenn Coco. The Cum Bucket. John the Don. The Boomtown Shakalaka. The Giant or Biter. Uh, maybe she'll go first here, Grace. I reckon Boomtown Shakalaka. That seems like the sort of basketball nickname people would end up with. <laughs> sort of adjacent to a chant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Something be, you could put a foam finger in the air about. Yeah, yeah. That's a powerful nickname, yeah. I would say. Mm. Yeah, because Boom Shakalaka, that was like, I think commentators said. Like, I think it was, it was like an NBA Jam commentator yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And it would be like when you hit a dunk, but it might be because of this guy. Mm. He might be like kind of the guy that inspired oh, the, the Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. But, he got bitten by a basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was my destiny. The, the ball was officially in my court. Um, what do you think, Dave? Oh, I'm going to... Uh, come Bucket does... No, they wouldn't allow that. The kids watch the games. Yes. Wouldn't uh, allow it though. It's a, it's a nickname. This isn't like necessarily on his singlet or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if he, well, I guess who's calling is like other people on the on the court. Yeah, is that his teammates giving him that nickname? I think it's it? the fans, this one. Oh, the fans. Okay. The cum bucket. If the fans have given you that nickname, they don't like you that much. I don't <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cruel thing to That's... do to a person. Um, I guess it but kind of makes sense if he's like, Knocking down buckets, you mm. know, mm. and it's like, here comes, here's the cum bucket. Is he, is he the biter? Uh, yep. Maybe because he bit someone. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to lock in biter. Yep. Lock down for Dave. That just leaves you, Saran. Uh, what was the third one again? John the Don. I think it's John the Don. John the Don, okay. Saran. He's right, the answers. Jonathan Malungu Kaminga. His nickname was Glenn Coker. That was Dave. What that, why does that ring a bell? What is Glenn? It's, it's, and you know what? I probably shouldn't put it in the answer. It's from Mean Girls. Uh. And then so I was, I don't know why, but I was just like, you know what? It was the first thing I thought of. Like, maybe it's like he loved Mean Girls. Yeah. And then they just started calling him Glenn Coker because, yeah. I, I think that's, that's great fun. It's Dave. beautiful, yeah. the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. He's like, he just kept playing. He's like, you know what? Let's call yeah. the guy Glenn Coco. These guys will definitely yeah. pick that he's uh, a fan you, of Mean Girls. Well, you, know, yeah. um, you know, during the Watch the Throne tour, uh, Kanye would uh, watch Mean Girls every night. After really? The show. really? Yeah, after, he was obsessed wow. with that movie during that tour. So that's the real throne. That's yeah. exactly. <laughs> that, that's what he was probably going like, damn, this, this shit's so real. This is life. Yeah. There can only yeah. be one. <laughs> I, I can't wait to find out if Saran has an equally interesting backstory for the giant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I got abused for taking too long. <laughs> and I picked the most generic sounding basketball. Someone's got to be called the giant Someone, in, the, yeah. in the league. Uh, I reckon there's probably a giant and then there's probably also a gentle giant as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John the Don, which Saran went for, that was by Wheat, the question writer, aka The House. Oh, The House. Uh, the House also wrote Boomtown Shakalaka. Ah. Curses. Uh, Dave went for Bider, which was Grace, <laughs> meaning the correct answer is the cum bucket. Oh! <laughs> that is an 
he doesn't. Oh, oh no. I'm sure everyone listening to me lock my answer and I just had them edging the whole time because I was <laughs> so going to go with Cum Bucket. Yeah, that, um, and it's a recent one. He's like a, a, he's still in his early 20s and the fans named him that. As oh, that's got- brutal. He's like the cat from Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> All his other teammates have got sick nicknames and he's like, what? He, is he's this got sticking? A- yeah. yeah. He's got a small window, I reckon, to because he's, he's in his early 20s. He's probably not like a superstar yet. What he needs to do is bite someone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. The biter. The uh, biting cum bucket. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, we're up to the second last question. This comes from Colin Campbell from the Copper State, uh, which apparently is Arizona. Sure. And Colin's question is, as reported by 5th century BC Greek historian Herodotus, what was an interesting fact about desert sheep? So this is going way back to the 5th century. An interesting fact that uh, Greek historian Herodotus noted down in his writings about desert sheep. Um, While you're writing those answers, here's a quick bit of info about the cum bucket. According to the website Metro League, Jonathan Kaminga is a basketball player from the Democratic Republic of the Congo who is making waves in the NBA. Kaminga was drafted by the Golden State Warriors in the 2022 draft and has already shown his potential as a versatile and talented player. However, Kaminga's success on the court has been overshadowed by his controversial nickname, the cum bucket. This nickname, which was coined by Warriors fans, has generated some criticism and debate over whether it's appropriate or derogatory. It's unclear how Kaminga feels about the nickname as he hasn't publicly commented on it. While the nickname the cum bucket may be intended as a harmless joke, it has the potential to be seen as disrespectful and some have suggested replacing it with the Congolese crusher as a tribute to his Congolese heritage and his aggressive playing style. Yeah, the thing with nicknames though is you really, you can't, it's just going to go how it goes. Yeah. You know, you can't offer another option and be like, what about this? It's like, well, we've already started doing this. It's a, and it's also, it's a we've Trizan. We've got a chant e- about it. Yeah, it's a Trizan effect as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't be like, I don't out. like the... No. Yes. And that's why he hasn't commented on it. He's like, yeah. Yeah, stop good talking him, about man. it. Good on, for him. And honestly, look, I mean, and on the real, it's like early 20s, playing in the NBA, making... Heaps of money. He probably is a cum bucket. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he probably goes off after the games to girls. Going like, you want, do you want to show why they call me that? You know, it's awesome. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's absolutely, I'm sure yeah, this the, tall, the, rich. The benefits probably yeah. outweigh the negatives on that. Yeah. Look, I'd swap places with a dude who's <laughs> famous basketball player. All right. The answers are in for question number six. As reported by 5th century BC. Greek historian Herodotus, what was an interesting fact about desert sheep? Bathing in their blood was thought to increase fertility. This was used not only for humans, but also for other domesticated animals. For example, smearing sheep's blood on the head of the cattle before mating season. That would be very confusing for the cattle. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know why this is making me horny, but (laughs) it is. Uh, They don't go bar, but instead they go... Eh. <laughs> eh. They were treated as family members dining with the rest of the household for dinners and important lunches. They like loot music more than suburban sheep. Their tails would grow so long and fat that the shepherds would make little carts to carry them so they could move around. Little carts for their tails. Or they had poop shaped like clouds. So you got uh, their blood was thought to increase fertility. 
They don't go bar. They go air. <laughs> sorry, sorry, bear. The B part of that's probably important. Uh, they were treated as family members, eating inside with the families. Uh, they like loot music more than other sheep. Tails would grow big and long and fat, so they had to have little carts for the tails, or they'd have poop shaped like clouds. Uh, it would be funny if they were all true. Yeah, it kind <laughs> it of was like, like man, I think none of those are true, and all of them are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, man, these desert sheep. They had a lot <laughs> they, on. They look, yeah, they got a pack schedule. Are they going to go hang out with the family as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's Sunday lunch. Because <laughs> I think most sheep go kind of like, eh. Like that's, yeah. I think bar is just an easier way of writing yeah. that down. Yeah. But I think what they said, they all kind of sound like, eh. Yeah. So, they all sound awful. Yeah. <laughs> I like the tails um, and... I know a weird amount about docking sheep's tails because my parents are from New Zealand and my dad grew up in the country. So there's got to be a reason they started doing that. Yeah. So I reckon I reckon it's the sheep tails. Sheep tails? Locking yeah. that in. What was the... They like loot... What did you say? Loot uh, yeah. music. I was thinking about this one too. I yeah. feel like Hereditus could be the kind of guy who just wandered out into the desert on his own with his loot. And he was just strumming away, and then he looked around, and they'd all sort of yeah, formed yeah. a gathering around yeah. him. An yeah. ancient Greek Snow White. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, like normally, <laughs> sheep hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, dude. Honestly, I was fucking crushing some <laughs> sheep. <dude. laughs> they couldn't get enough of it. No, I think I think especially like fifth century philosophy. Like they, I reckon, like they would be going, oh. That would be something they'd be trying to figure out Take still. It, yeah. What type of music does the sheep like? <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, there were so many answers, your questions yet to be answered. Yeah, yeah. Why are they knocking these ones exactly. off? Exactly. <laughs> let's just get the easy ones first and then let's figure out why we're here. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you know what? And uh, it hasn't been, it hasn't gone real well anytime me and Seren share an answer. But <laughs> bloody hell, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to lock in the loop. You both going loop? Uh, what was, uh, can you. Um, the, the tail one, yep. not the tail one, not the loot one, not the poop pro- shaped like clouds. No, uh, all right, let's treat it like family members. I'll do the blood one. Blood. Oh, someone had to. It almost right. feels cliche. Yeah, <laughs> it was so long. And yeah, points for detail. Is there, <laughs> this is who wrote the answers. Uh, cloud shaped poop. That was Dave. Ooh. How your yeah, mind works. It's <laughs> I, well, because I was kind of, and it's probably what's going to trip me up with this. Other one, I was thinking because of just, I, you know what? I underestimated how smart a fifth century philosopher <laughs> is. I reckon he walked there and went, interesting. That could look like this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I write it down. I mean, we haven't changed that much. Yeah. You tell an American person that wombats make cube-shaped poop, they lose their minds. I know. Yeah. Oh, man, when I found that out, I lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. But I was disappointed to see it's not. I mean, it's not as cuby as I it's thought it would be. It's all long ass, yeah, guys, yeah. I suppose. It's like, I mean, you just I, saw, it's like, dude, you just saw a really good one one <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing like a Even perfect Even the one that was yeah. like, I don't know how I did that. Yeah. It's like he was just super constipated yeah. that day. Uh, they don't go bar. Instead, they go bear. That was Saran. <laughs> including Hence the pronunciation Including issues. the pronunciation of E like in sketch <laughs> and, I, and I read it I'm like 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 a comedy sketch I, I don't know a, Do you want me to read that bit out That goes air That has the E in it That was the only word I could think of uh, They were treated as family members Dining with the rest of the household That was the house 
as was bathing in their blood. Colin wrote that in particular uh, for the house. So a high word count, Colin. <laughs> Point letter of the house. Uh, Dave, Grace has had you all game long. Because once again, <laughs> you have gone. I think you must have guessed most of Grace's answers. <laughs> they like loot music. That was Grace. Uh, and of course, it's the whimsical bullshit. <laughs> That means but unfortunately, the whimsical shit. I'm like, I just think life is a little magic, especially back in the Me too, century. man. Get involved. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is it then? Uh, that means Grace was correct. Tails would grow so long and fat that they had to have little carts carry them behind them. Like How the inefficient carts. was that? One by one, yeah. getting the sheep around? And the carts are the more whimsical option, but I see why they now just cut them off. <laughs> yeah. Maze, yeah. Well, you know what? And I'm going to say this it's not really an observation you made about the sheep. It's oh, more about an observation because well, the sheep didn't control yeah, that. Yeah, the sheep's like, <laughs> just, we're fine with you, how our tails you, are, you, actually. Yeah, if you just said, uh, what did what did some bloke a hundred years ago see on his walk around the farm? <laughs> <laughs> well, the farm has created something. I don't know. Cute. Uh, that you have gone for Grace's answers quite a lot. <laughs> so, I'm a great writer. I can paint a picture. Yeah. <laughs> with one round to go, it's still truly anyone's game. Dave's on two points. Seren's on three points. Grace is on six points. But out in front on seven points, it's the house. So... This anti-gambling lesson is being learned hard. Yeah. You three do get triple points in this final round while the house does not. So it's nine points up for grabs if you sweep this last round. So still anyone can win. And the final question comes from Orla McGrath from Dublin. And the question is, what is the plot of the 1996 movie My Uncle the Alien? What is the plot of the 1996 movie My Uncle the Alien? So this is going to be your longer answer, you know, two, three, four sentences maybe, short paragraph like that. While you're writing those answers, uh, here's some more info about those fat-tailed desert sheep. According to Wiki, the majority of fat-tailed sheep breeds have broad fat tails where the fat is accumulated in baggy deposits in the hind parts of a sheep on both sides of its tail and on the first three to five vertebrae of the tail. Early historians, including Herodotus, report that their tails sometimes were so long that shepherds built miniature carts for them and that tails sometimes grew so large that it dragged on the ground and hindered copulation. Fat-tailed sheep are well adapted to life in arid landscapes, the fat providing a food reserve for combating harsh desert conditions. The earliest record, uh, the earliest record of fat-tailed sheep is found in ancient Uruk, uh, 3000 BC, and Ur, sorry about the pronunciations there, I should have looked those up, 2400 BC, on stone vessels and mosaics. In Sumer, fat-tailed sheep were kept in temples for wool. Another early reference is found in the Bible, uh, Exodus 29.22 and Leviticus 3.9, where a sacrificial offering is described, which includes the tail fat of sheep. Mesopotamian records provide a wealth of information about fat-tailed sheep, uh, and they produced the highest quality wool and were kept in large numbers. The city-state city of Lagash, around 2000 BCE, at over 66,000 such sheep. And the tail fat is an essential part of many cuisines still. It emits a strong smell when cooked, though the flavour is described as rich and full. Do you, you eat, um, ever eaten, with your history, your also dad's industry, Booker? ever eaten a f- f- sheep's tail? I have not. <laughs> I've eaten mutton. Yeah? That's just the whole, that's the whole sheep whole growing sheep. up. Yeah. Yeah, do because you, you did, were you born here or were you born over there and you came over young from? Uh, no, I was born here. You were born here. I'm yeah. the first person in my family born in Australia. 
for like four generations. <laughs> right. It's no good. <laughs> you wish you were, but you still, you get the you still got the New Zealand passport. Yeah, stuff. I got both, but I over here. Everyone was like, where are you from? Your accent's weird. And I was like, I was born in Townsville. I don't know. And then in New Zealand, they're like, this is our Australian cousin. And I'm like, I'm one of you. (laughs) Never fitting in. (laughs) Apart from with your books. Yeah. Autism. It's a hell of a drug. (laughs) All right. Here's the final question. What is the plot of the 1996 movie, My Uncle the Alien? A child's perspective of his uncle visiting the family home for the first time and because of his strange clothes and mannerisms, the child begins to suspect his uncle is actually an alien. It's a pretty overt metaphor for homosexuality, though. <laughs> a documentary about one family's struggle to hide their uncle from ice uh, after his undocumented status is exposed. This heartbreaking story is told through the stories used in order to help the youngest understand why it's okay to lie in order to protect her uncle the alien. When Jenny Jenkins' grandfather unexpectedly catches a cold, her father drags her out of school and back to his hometown ranch. There, Jenny meets for the first time her uncle, Borgus. They hit it off. Five stars. (laughs) They hit it off. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fun. That that one's the funnest of the first three. It doesn't sound like a lot of dramatic tension, but but it is five stars. (laughs) This is like I watched The Craft recently and I hadn't seen it before. I watched The Craft and Jennifer's Body in one day because I'm getting through the lesbian canon. And um, <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I know we have to have tension and, and conflict and whatnot, but can't the girls just have fun? <laughs> yeah. Like, let them do their little spells. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this. And also the villain of both of those movies is actually just the cruel nature of um, institutionalized mental health care. So <laughs> something to think about. <laughs> Here's option four. Kelly is the daughter of the American president who's shocked that a youth center in L.A. may have to close down. (laughs) In a compassionate outburst, she declares that her uncle, a cross between Santa Claus and an alien, might be able to help. When she is ridiculed by the media, she runs away, but is then kidnapped with her new friend Zig and held to ransom. It is now up to Kelly's uncle to save them both. Then you got direct-to-video sequel to E.T., The Extraterrestrial, where E.T. is back this time with his armed and ready uncle yeah. to seek out the evil government scientist that nearly killed his nephew. It's up to a now-grown Elliot and Gertie to help E.T. convince his uncle that revenge is not the answer and the only way to break the never-ending circle of violence is forgiveness. Can they do this in time to prevent the impending massacre in Area 51? <laughs> <laughs> I think that if there was a sequel to E.T., I'm a pretty regular consumer of stand-up comedy and I reckon it would have been covered. (laughs) The final option, a 10-year-old boy, Bobby, dreams of leaving his small-town life and going to space. And after his parents die in a car accident, Bobby is sent to his uncle, Craggle, who lives on Mars. And he is an alien. Craggle struggles to emotionally connect with Bobby and must learn to love his human nephew. So you've got... (laughs) You've got um, the overt metaphor for homosexuality. You've got the uh, the alien is in the uh, Im- immigration, the uncle who's uh, immigrated to America illegally. Uh, you got the uh, Jenny Jenkins, grandfather who catches a cold, gets dragged to a hometown ranch, hits it off with Uncle Borgus. 
You've got the daughter of the American. As I'm reading through these, I'm realizing that these all sound ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, the daughter of the American president, uh, the youth center is going to close and says, "Oh no, I'll be able to help with my uncle, who's across between Santa Claus and an alien, but then ends up on the run with Zig." <laughs> uh, the sequel to ET. Or 10-year-old Bobby uh, who ends up meeting his Uncle Craggle on Mars. Um, okay. Anyone feeling any... Yeah, I think that because everyone... Yeah, it sounds like a lot of those answers went alien, alien, like out of space alien. But yep. Americans do refer to immigrants as aliens. Mm. Mm. So maybe, yeah, I reckon the, the immigration one, I'm going to look at The documentary. The yeah. documentary. Yeah. And it could, you could kind of imagine like if it was for kids as well, trying to teach that, they could go, well, it's an alien. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's the last one. I reckon the first one's Grace because <laughs> you just let slip that you've been watching. Oh, do you want to do this? We can sometimes we do this where you can each guess who which. If you want to, you can, for extra points, you can guess what each oh, other. All picked. right, I reckon Grace wrote the homosexual one. Yep. What do you think Saran did then? Oh, actually, let's everyone lock in who what they think the answer is first. Well, I'll look in the documentary. Yeah. Please. I think Ice as well. I, I'm going to look in Doco as well. So all three. All right. And then who do you think, um, who do you think, which one do you reckon Seren wrote? So you got the one, well, the first two are the ones. So you got the Jenny Jenkins grandfather unexpectedly catches a cold. Kelly's the daughter of the American president, has the Santa Claus alien mm. uncle, sequel to E.T. or 10-year-old Bobby uh, meeting his uncle Craggle. I reckon it might be sequel to E.T. Sequel to E.T., okay. I reckon Dave did Jenny Jenkins. Okay. Jenny Jenkins. <laughs> I reckon uh, Dave did Craggle. Dave did Craggle. Uncle Craggle. And I agree with Dave that Grace wrote the first option. Dave, uh, okay. My um, my system here is blown out by this, <laughs> this new developer. The smoke uh, coming out of his laptop like, right now. Geez. The tension is high. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Dave, you thought, um, Grace. Uh, Grace. Oh yeah, I've got your two. And Grace, what did you think Seren did? Um. Oh, you, did you say Dave did Jenny Jenkins? Dave or did Jenny Jenkins. Dave did Jenny Jenkins. And Saran. I also think sequel to E.T. Yeah. You both think uh, Saran did. All right. So here's who wrote the answers. So Saran thought Dave did the one about Uncle Craggle. And Saran was correct. <laughs> uh, then we have um, the director... Uh, the director video sequel to E.T., which you both thought Saran did. That was actually The House. The Ooh. question writer all wrote that one. Um, then we had, uh, you both thought Grace wrote the one about uh, the overt metaphor for homosexuality, and you were both correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think it sounds like a plausible 80s movie, though. Yes. It does. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of, you know, the, uh, No Man Elm Street 2? No. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, so it's called Freddy's Revenge and it is all about a young man uh, struggling with his common terms with homosexuality. And he becomes... A lot of horror movies are. But I'll this one's honest. like, like it's like, dude, can I sleep in your bed? 
dude. Okay. <laughs> if she must. And they're always just dudes hanging out with shirts off the whole time. And Freddie literally comes out of it. It's, it's wild. And it like the director was gay and, and he just kept telling the main actor, he goes, you're going to be gay one day. And the main actor was like, come on, man. And he was like, <laughs> he was so right. This is sexual harassment. <laughs> Like when people use, like right wing conservatives use anything from the Matrix as part of their fucking thing, and yeah. the people who made the Matrix are trans women, being like, guys, yeah, <laughs> you are in. The, you can say that there's no incorrect way to interpret art all you want, but you are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a documentary. <laughs> no. <laughs> now you all thought it was a documentary, but that was actually Orla. Okay, the house. Oh, Orla, oh, you're so good at this. Um. Grace, you thought Dave did the one about Jenny Jenkins, but that was actually Saren. Oh. Uh, you both thought, thought Saren did the, yeah, I already said that. He, you thought he did the ET one, but that was Orla. Um, does that mean all I've got to tell you is the correct answer? Yeah. Which Ooh. is Kelly is the daughter of the American president <laughs> who's shocked that a youth center in Los Angeles may have to close down. In a compassionate outburst, <laughs> she declares that her uncle is a cross between Santa Claus and an alien and he might be able to help. The Santa Claus That's thing so really threw me. It's like, that that so be. weird. Look at the the real hat on the hat. You got <laughs> How would you describe the movie poster? Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Homemade. Yeah. Like it, that. Also, the nineties were obsessed with making movies about the president's daughter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. the White House. Why was, was that the only movie they were making? The and the Alien. It doesn't have any features of really Santa or no. It's it's a knockoff ET is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. very clearly like an, a cross between ET and the. It's like the they alien just bought a regular ET kind of model and just melted him a bit with a hairdryer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they would have shown it to the studio, and they're like, "Well, why is it why is it ET but fat?" And they're like. Santa. (laughs) (laughs) I just said like the alien from Star Wars, but they all were. Yeah, yeah. You know the little the little guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, Ewoks. Uh, no, the uh, the melty guy, Jabba the Hutt. No, the little one. The one looks like ET. Yoda. Yoda. He looks like Yoda, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit of Yoda in that. It was like Yoda without his ears. Yeah, no ears. Yeah. And grey. Like a Yoda. (laughs) Yeah, a sickly Yoda. A Yoda pug combo. It's like Yoda if he smokes cigarettes. (laughs) Yoda if his mum smokes cigarettes. So that means I believe that um, Dave and Saran got a point there for guessing, or got three points for guessing Grace's answer. Uh, The house got three because you all guessed the house. And. Also, Saren got one for guessing the correct Dave one. Jesus. This is, I have made this more complicated than I needed to. Oh, no. And it's, anyway, uh, we'll figure out the score in a second. Before I do, uh, all I said of this movie, honestly submitted this question because the film poster is a thing of beauty, specifically the one of, uh, one of the most aggressively 90s kids superimposed in front of the White House <laughs> with an alien's head emerging above. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes didn't have a critic score. I don't think it was a very widely viewed film. <laughs> um, audience gave it 33%. And I found a letterbox uh, review from Seth Reviews, which is half a star, writing, The thrill of producing film-related content during a strike. My uncle, the alien, not only has to be one of the worst slash funniest posters of all time, but it's also one of the worst films I've ever watched. Words can't describe how bad it is. Wow. Well, That's- he should watch Argyle. Because I watched that the other day and I was like, I think I just spent 20 bucks on (laughs) AI generated art. Oh, really? It was real bad, man. There you go. 
You know what? I watched uh, I watched thirty minutes of the Five Nights at Freddy movie on the plane. Yeah, it was good. Okay, nice. Josh Hutcherson's actually a good actor. Like, I think he was good like for him. Man. I mean, the movie's stupid because it's like the game's stupid. Yeah, he's like his son. Uh, no, his his little brother gets kidnapped when he was a kid, and now he's grown up and. It's one of those obvious, you know, those thick it's tropes. It's like Batman, in, he's afraid of kidnappers. Pretty much. It's like the, one of those tropes where it's like, we've got an actor, but we can't make him a dad. So we're going to make him the older brother whose parents are dead. So it's like, not only has this guy's brother been kidnapped, now his parents are dead. And he, now he's in charge of his fucking <laughs> sixth grade, uh, a six-year-old. Now he's going to go work in this fucking broken down pizza shop and now these fucking bears are coming alive and trying to kill him. What a nightmare like, scenario. I, I think the whole thing in a horror movie is like that a lot of horror movies don't get well is, oh, I don't care if this guy dies. I'm sitting here going, man, this, and I like Josh Hutchinson. You just can't se- catch a goddamn break. Yeah, just separately. I've always liked Josh Hutchinson. I think he's a very calming presence in movies. Yeah. Like he's just, he just gets the job done. 100%. Doesn't muck around. He doesn't put any, he just shows up, says lines, He's kind of handsome. Yeah. You know, and uh, he does that to a T in this new <laughs> Five Nights of Freddy film. What a great movie. I can't wait to finish this it. Made me, this made me want to watch it more than the trailer did. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Uh, so the final scores. Ah, these things tightened up uh, in fourth spot on five points. It's David Woodhead. Dave, sorry. Hey, no, that's all right. <laughs> that's I know you're very... Yeah, yeah, honestly. When you lose, you get your full legal name. <laughs> I just texted my manager then saying, we need to make, pull this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is damn <laughs> brand damaging. Uh, on six points in third position, it's Grace Jarvis. Ooh. Leaping in the second spot by guessing both Grace and Dave's answers in the last round on nine points, it's Saran. But just sneaking to victory oh, on no. ten points, it's the Dastardly oh, House. Dastardly. Oh. We can't get this guy. That's the closest yeah. I've ever come. I even gave you all the opportunity to get like 15 points in the last round with yeah. that extra. <laughs> and it wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Hey. So this will be coming out this Monday. Uh, we're all done in Adelaide by then, but where, whereabouts are you going to next, Grace? Um, you can follow me at Grace Jarvis Ono on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I don't know, wherever you want. I have to do do clips now it's a nightmare um and then i'm doing the whole run at the melbourne comedy festival with my show oh the horrors and then i'm doing last year's show in toowoomba at the empire theater which is my hometown theater the first week of may and then second week of may i'm doing the brisbane comedy festival and the sydney comedy festival and then edinburgh in august so get involved we got we definitely got a bunch of uk listeners who love supporting shows over there i know i think a bunch of them came last year oh that's awesome thank you for that Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, and great. I think I remember we talked about it. Like, you're, if they're nice, they're welcome to come up and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. Yes. But if you're a weirdo, do just not do, not do that. <laughs> Actually, you, you know that the wrong people will yeah, believe the they're in those categories. The weirdos never think they're the weirdos. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That is the and problem. And the ones who aren't the, the nice weirdos. The ones are like, like oh, oh, I don't want to be weird. weird. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they go, well, I, I love Grace Jarvis, so I will go up to her immediately <laughs> after the show. <laughs> And um, I, of course, I'm happy with uh, the weirdos and the non-weirdos to come up with me. <laughs> I can't yeah. tell the difference. Um, <laughs> Saran, what about you? Uh, well, yeah, so we're done in Adelaide. We'll next be at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We're doing the whole month there. And then uh, we're also going to Brisbane and Sydney in uh, early May. Yes. Um, and okay. find me at Saran Comedy on Instagram. And it's not yes. locked in, but you're hoping to be in Edinburgh as well? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully I'll be there in August as well. So UK listeners, I look forward to meeting you weird and friendly. <laughs> <alike>. <laughs>
You could be the filter. If you could Please, go yeah, to Grace's show, you'd be the first line first, of defense. And then I'll make a decision. Yeah. You do the thumb thing. You're like, <laughs> you're like the no. bouncer for my show. <laughs> How about you, Dave? Um, yeah, I'm uh, going to also be in Melbourne for Black and White, new show, full run. Um, and then I think right now only locked in uh, Sydney Comedy Festival, which is I think in May. Uh, and we're going to work some stuff out for Brizzy soon as well. At Dave A. Woodhead on all platforms. Get around it. What's your middle name? Is it Alan? Uh, Adam. Okay, that was close. I thought you you. It sounded like you were saying ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just ah. Uh, David ah uh, would yeah, have. Yeah, mum stuffed her toe. <laughs> <laughs> and hey. it's just cute how it all flowed together. <laughs> uh, stick around. We uh, we talk so much nonsense during the recording of the show that the editor Connor will put at the end. So uh, stick around if you want to hear about probably mainly Dave uh, vaping yeah. and uh, Seren asking for a water. But. Um, <laughs> Cheers for tuning into Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. No, it's still been um, it's been worked on. It probably might come out down the track. So maybe we'll have to bleep out that spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Oh. No. That we did a podcast. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, no, that the house won. Uh, the dastardly house. The house always wins, I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, wow, that's I mean, what, historically. Yeah. Going into the show, that's what I was hoping, yeah. but it's just not working out I, that way. I mean, so I much? once won $600 at the pokies. Oh, sick. You How know? much did you lose? <sighs> Let's not get into it. Okay. You know, I'm, hey, I'm trying to have a good time with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but this one's like paying $50 here, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Well, yeah. I'll win it all back. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you give me 20 minutes and it can't do attitude. Yeah. You get now you got paid for the 50. The 50 was for the uh podcast that will never be will never see the light of day. Look, as long as I'm getting 50 bucks, <laughs> I don't know. Also, the I keep getting like sports bet ads on my TikTok algorithm and it's so funny to watch because there's such a specific kind of ad because they have to be like, yeah, gambling's fun mm. with your mates and, and sports and, and this is an activity we could do. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I've heard the Whitlam's. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. But then afterwards they'll hit you with the, no, but seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, um, but check it. But watch but, yourself. But also you could lose it all. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind. It's like, it's, like, it's like going, man, you guys, after this, man, let's go out. Let's get fucked up all right let's go get fucking let's get fucking drugs let's go crazy um but also we could all die in a car crash <laughs> so yeah. watch yourself so just, check both times know. before you cross the road so also but you know alcohol is a major leading cause of death in this country so yeah. should we drink tonight like that's kind of what every gambling is Be Probably actually, actually, they're like they're, that too. you mention it better odds to just go gambling i reckon you, should, you know what if you go out a night out and you go i'm gonna spend a hundred dollars a night out all right and you either go, I'm going to go buy $100 of drinks or I'm going to go straight to the pokies and put that in. You, you're going to lose $100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with $100 of drinks, you're fucked up. Now you you're lose in, your now day. You yeah, lose someone your bumps into you. Someone, <laughs> then you get into a fight. And that's it. So it's probably statistically more safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is brought to you the, by the pro gambling lobby. <laughs> yeah. But then obviously I, the, the immediate uh, downfall of this plan is once, once you lose that $100. Oh, man. I was and you've got another hundred dollars you could pull out. That's exactly. And, all, yeah. all, and yeah. then you're stressed, and now you're buying a drink, and now you've wasted. It feels a bit <laughs> like a false dichotomy. Like you've got two options. Yeah, you got a hundred bucks. You have got two options. <laughs> one is boozing it away, and the other one's gambling it away. There's yeah. no 
third option of just, you know, having the money, Look, <laughs> putting it in your pocket. Here's the thing. I was strictly for this scenario of what of the hypothesis or is that, yeah, the hypothesis, what's safer for a night out, gambling or drinking? Mm. Of course. Gambling, Look, you think? Well, that's the one. I, well, of course, doing neither. At least you're in one big room. <laughs> like, it's you know like- what? Also, staying in, reading a book. <laughs> yeah, buying a hundred dollars worth of, of novels. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if the world was made of fucking I think cotton candy, that would also be awesome. <laughs> it's like it's like when I say that I think parents should like. I think it's better. I recommend parents have depressed teenagers because mm. I was a depressed teenager. We didn't go out, you know. I just yeah. stayed in my room reading Sylvia Plath, terrifying them. Like, I, yeah. you know, I don't. We didn't party. I wasn't getting pregnant, you know. Ideally, but neither is a good scenario. But you know, at yeah. least you knew where I was. That's it. I was indoors. Yeah, under the covers, scared. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. always find a scared. Hurting myself, but yeah. I was indoors. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not getting snatched. That's yeah, for sure. That's it. But I think also, opposite. See, I think. Um, I think when, that's also a dangerous game as well. Because if you have a depression, scare, yeah, yeah, it's you the most dangerous it. game. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's th- hunting human beings and then having depression <laughs> <laughs> in that order. But if you have a depressed little teen who likes to have a little walk, oh, where are they? That's me. That was me entirely. I'm the perfect kid. I don't know what anyone's complaining about. All right. Yeah. Well, well, what about the ones who like to loiter? Yeah. So I was less of a loiterer. Yeah. You got to think about these loiter kids. <laughs> yeah. Loitering was big in Darwin. <laughs> yeah. Right? Did, they, yeah. did they have the classical music outside of the shopping centers and stuff like that? Is that. Mm, was they, that supposed to perturb teens from it loitering? It scares the teens away. <laughs> that was more. They had that in Catherine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not really a Casuarian Square. They might have them now, but like there was a, there was a specific period, I think, like. Like 2006, I think My Chemical Romance was out. Right. And just... And Eyeliner everyone, was a foot. Oh, man. And all the kids from CSC, Casarina Senior College, they would all <laughs> finish their... They right next to the Casarina Square, so they just all smoke cigarettes in front of the shops and yep. have fights near the bus stop. They yeah. were all like little emos. Yeah. Darwin. <laughs> yeah, Darwin, baby. <laughs> Two fucking... They'd all be wearing long black pants. It's so fucking it's hot. hot. It's so yeah. hot. Them faces melting. I'm like, no wonder you're depressed, you're mate. Yeah. <laughs> mate, chuck on some fucking footy shorts. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, those poor Kiss performers in this... In, I, don't, I oh. imagine they've never performed in Darwin. No, they have. No, oh. fucking hell. Yeah, that must a, be a yeah, yeah. Oh, it would have been awful in like the 80s and shit. I'm so like, glad I don't, I'm not, I don't have a... A look that requires like any kind of paint or like a jacket. Mm. Oh, suit wearing comedians. I feel so oh. sorry for the cat guy in the Kiss group because he would have. They would have had the idea. Oh, let's let's make face paint, yeah. and then he didn't know that they're going to be doing that for the next fifty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't have picked the cat one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like he, it's like he did his as a joke. Yeah. And he was hanging out that photo shoot now. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> She's trying to go, oh, yeah, I'm the dog. When you're, <laughs> you're not the dog. You're at home like practicing makeup. You got like fucked up eyeshadow on and then yeah. work is like, can you come in for a shift? You're like, ah, I was going to have a shift. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm made up. I'm like, look like an avatar. Like. <laughs> there's the star child, the demon, the spaceman and the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so oh, funny. Man, not the cat. Here's the odd one out, Peter Chris. Yeah, he was fucking up. To that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like backfired. The, um, Maybe that's why I left the, the band. The demon's got the big tongue, you know. He's like, your, yeah, doing the, yeah. Your classical a- traditional clown has like specific makeup, 
and it's like I think there's like a kind of inventory of clowns. Like your makeup is like oh, we've talked about that on this show before. Yeah. There's a museum I think in London, and they're all painted on eggs. Yeah, and, and that's sort of like basically the copyright for the clowns. Face. You can't yeah. do Play. anyone else's clown makeup because it's it's yours. Yeah, but the it's cat guy was like, I wasn't attached to this. <laughs> I didn't want this for my life. Please. <laughs> Gotta get Ben Russell's right of reply on a future episode to this. I'll yeah, play him yeah. this little clip. Yeah, he says he'll probably say fair enough. He is, he to be honest, <laughs> he's one of the he's he's cool. You know, <laughs> he knows what it is. <laughs> Yeah, then we'll get his right of reply to you announcing him the spokesperson for all bad improv. <laughs> I mean, but also, I mean, look, and I'll say this, and before, yeah, I guess comedians are losing their leg to stand on here with um with the improv shit because I mean we've gone. You know what the best shit is? Crowd work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crowd work fucking sucks, man. And also. I hate it because TikTok has terrified every audience member. They all think comedy is about being harassed yeah. now because some guy can only put up clips because he doesn't want to burn his material or he doesn't have material of him doing crowd work and being like, hey, what, where do you come from? Are you fucking? And I'm like, now my audience thinks I'm going to fucking stab them personally. Yeah, they're yeah. looking they're around for the hidden so cameras. so far so back yeah. they can't even see me anymore. Yeah, and They're also, like, I know there's a little tripod somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as you walk into a show, you see the $5 Kmart tripod. <laughs> we, it's over, dude. It's we've over. become big brother. We really have. Yeah. We're all snitch. I mean, I think it all... We are, yeah. Comedians are snitches. We're this snitches. Oh, hell... Can't oh, let anything hey, live in the room. It's, it's like, don't tell anyone I said this. Meanwhile, like, my phone's recording. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it has done the past five Five hours. Yeah. Five nights. The um yeah, we're in Adelaide for the fringe at the moment last night. Fran was talking about his partner and the guy goes, Is she white or brown? And and then after the show, um, he came up to Serena and he said, I just thought you needed to be doing more crowd work. So I thought I'd get you going. Yeah. He used to do comedy as well. So if anyone oh, right. he's so instincts he knows. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right. right. But oh, thanks for I was like, yeah, thanks for the tip. <laughs> Nothing I need more than someone pointing out my differences from others while I'm on stage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I will say though is I wish there was a little tripod set up because I fucking wrecked him. <laughs> yeah. so. You yes. did. He was he very quickly went, No, no, don't I forget I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like within Not twenty seconds he was like forget, forget I <laughs> That was really funny. Oh, but for real though, is she- <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, the answer is she's white with a brown fetish. <laughs> the correct response. Yeah. She's got brown fever. Is that? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like gastro. Yeah, that's that's right. not the right. That can't be right. Yeah, that's, uh, um, all right, fever. so. Also, before, is it cool? And totally tell me if it's not, if I hit my vape. Hit it? Oh, I mean, sorry. Yeah, is that right? Fine. Is yeah. that right? Sorry to. Sorry for this nicotine addiction as well. <laughs> Gambling. Keep all this in. Is this allowed to go in? Connor's editing, so let him know if you oh. want any vape references to be chopped. Oh, it's probably fine. Because yeah, it fine. is like a heroin this vape, This is the episode of the podcast that is a cautionary tale. Mm. They should play it in schools. I think I've said, I mean, I've, I've said it on air. That like, you're vaping? That I vape. I think it's the thing that brings you and Ben Russell together, you know, crossing Ooh. the yes. divide. Yes. You were two guys who aren't afraid of vape inside. Dude. <laughs> and see, that's the fucking, 
I the love fucking uh, improv yeah, yeah, stand yeah. up. Yeah. Hey guys, guess what? The war is over. Men <laughs> Me and Ben Russell are just shit. He, ben Russell let me hit his vape in Melbourne this year. It's over, dude. We can all be friends he again. He looked me in the eyes and he said, you're not so different. Yeah. <laughs> Men in comedy have one thing in common. It is disrespect for shared spaces. <laughs> Man, I was hey, fucking is this too much to ask? Grace, could you please pass me my water? Yes. Oh, my Thank God. That's... No, the other one. Oh, oh, the one that looks like it was found on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ration water? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get that more judgment like... than the vape. The only drinks found water. Can we edit this bit out? <laughs> Connor, I'm not comfortable with that it. Looks, <laughs> that looks like the amount of water in a plastic – It's it's like sort of – an inch of water in a plastic bottle with no lid. It looks like the amount of water I collected, like on a scout camp, when we had to like get condensation, yeah, condensation yeah. of like a off a piece of foil or whatever. Yeah. How you do that? Our Airbnb has no mugs. Okay, um, we're we're making do with. Uh, there's a couple standing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's actually wild about society is that um yeah I'm gonna get into it is okay. that um. Uh, when they don't I, give you a lot of time to do this on Triple G. Yeah, man. It's a wrap with you I for just, a minute. Yeah, so let me, thank you for your platform so yeah. I can say this. Um, when I pulled my vape out and hit it, I faced little backlash. <laughs> when Sarah wanted a sip of water, <laughs> we roasted it for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If that's not where this whole fucking world is going, I don't know. You know? <laughs> and I'm sorry to be part of the problems. <laughs> and I'd also like to say... My throat's a little dry. Got <laughs> a little hit. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's good water. Is that all right? I mean, Seren didn't like the look of it. <laughs> yeah. It's Nippy's water. It's Seren nippy. is very anti-Adelaide. I right just now. assumed that was your water because I, I haven't drunk from it. I haven't. I don't recall it. It's loose. It's <laughs> unclaimed water. It's You're, good. It's good. <laughs> You're our first two guests as well, so <laughs> if it's not one of ours, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, if, in some ways, water is the. Uh, the, the human addiction. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Everybody yeah. is addicted to water. No one's that, talking about it. But no, yeah. you're, dude, you're so fucking right. I feel like it's like one of those like sport, like those like gym dudes who try and tell you that fruit is bad for you because it has sugar in it. Being like, you guys are addicted to water, man. You got to live without, you got to yeah. learn to like, in, in, your animal instincts, you need to kick in and be dehydrated. I, gen- I genuinely believe that that's you will start seeing that in like two years oh i think in like three months i might yeah. have already seen it they're maniacs yeah they, it's always something it's always something they're always promoting a diet that's like this is the perfect diet and i'm like you seem constipated because yeah. all you eat is cheese we're addicted to cutting stuff meat. out i just want to go like i'm on the carnivore diet and you wouldn't believe how much my stress has gone down i'm like how stressed you're yelling you're yelling we're used to getting that stressed out by a little salad next to your steak and fucking mashed potatoes dude or whatever you think lettuce is your problem it's because your wife left you that's what's stressing you out i've been darwin Darwin. yeah Yeah. The, the water there Beautiful. Delicious. Oh, delicious. Delicious. <laughs> I thought you meant the seawater. Yeah, yeah. No, the- no, no. The water, like the drinking water. Oh, yeah. Seawater as well. No. Yeah, straight from the tap, eh? What about the the Melbourne water? Melbourne's all right. <laughs> I, don't mind, I don't mind Melbourne water. But um, Adelaide water, is that what got this going? No yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just this... Um, it's yeah. a bit... It's so like... It's just a tinny, this Ren said. Tinny. I reckon um, it's um, soft. Whereas I reckon <laughs> Melbourne water is crisp. Mm. And it's sort of like I don't know. It's almost like 
slight, like a very little bit of sliminess or something. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, in no, the Melbourne water. No, in the oh, Adelaide yeah, water. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there is yeah. a slime mm. factor. Just like a real subtle sort of. Whereas it just Melbourne water is crisper. But I guess it's just what you get used to. Adelaide water is the saltiest drinking water in ah, the country. Right. I think they have a problem with salt because it's so little rain here. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, Sorry, Connor, for so much editing. <laughs> no, I think you can just chop those bits out in full. But I mean, I think there was some good water <laughs> based, <laughs> there was a based stuff there. Bit of a good water riff, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good. It seems we if those whoever owns those copyright, I mean, they must be getting up there. They're dead, They're certainly. Dead. Blinky, whoever created Blinky Bill isn't still kicking. No. Right, he was carrying a bindle around. Yeah. That guy's dead. Yeah, damn dude. <laughs> Actually, I think it might have been written by a woman. You know, they've got an original Blinky Bill puppet at the ABC. Really? Is it terrifying? Fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the scariest things. Hate to hear the words original puppet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, especially like, uh, you know, because if you get the host, one, like, when we do the host 100, you're there at night. And it's on like, it's on level three. So if you go out to the balcony and you come back in. It's just like there, and it's just like looking at you. I'd be even you scared just, to see like Big Ted and Jemima in the dark. Oh, yeah, that. Humpty Dumpty, holy shit! Yeah, I'd, I'd kick him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> he's angry. He had a big fall. Okay. You guys seen Bagpuss? No, no. It's like a British show about a pink cat. I don't really know the vibes of Bagpuss. I never saw the show, but my uncle gave me a toy of Bagpuss. Like of this, I had a soft toy of Bagpuss, but I'd never seen the show. I think British people will know what I'm talking oh. about. It's very classic. And I was looking at him the other day, and then I was looking at the cat, the Moggy, the cat from the um, Mintigliana from Ferals. yeah, from the Ferals, and then there's Bagpuss. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> harrowing! But I was just thinking about. I was like, children's entertainment used to be about saying. <laughs> How fucked up can we make a cat? <laughs> yeah, it really Let's was. Let's get a cat. Let's fuck it up, man. <laughs> you remember old Tom? He's yes. Like, old Tom is a fucked up cat. They fucking abused old Tom, dude. <laughs> he had like a fucking, I mean, like he had like a fishbone always half, hanging off of Always it. a fishbone. He was like a, yeah. Half, One of his eyes were gone. Half of the sh- half of the shows on ABC3 when I was a kid were about what if a cat was fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> What if it was Old Tom's like a junkie cat Yeah It's just Honestly The whole time I'm watching Old Tom Get into his adventures I'm just like Just put him down Come on man <laughs> he's, he's, he's Old Tom's not He's not getting back up As much as he used to mate I'm not sure I'm stressed out I'm You're not doing this more for you Than you are for Old yeah. Tom Old Tom has been hit by a car Three times <laughs> It's like when my parents moved over here from New Zealand and they would go to pubs and every pub band would play K-San by Cold Chisel and my mum would cry because she's like, this song is so sad mm. and everyone's like dancing around like it's the most, it's about PTSD. It's yeah. like, oh, we'll never feel home again. And that's it's like everyone's like making out to it. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's like, you know what? That's like um, the angels. Am I going to, am I ever going to see your face again? The lyrics are gorgeous. Yeah. yeah it's such a beautiful song and, I thought it was bad. And it's it's I, a beautiful song li- musically. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice. I thought it was about also. I thought it was about like a uh, like you know a lost love. Um, I think though, and again, I might be just making this up, but I think it's about his like sister who passed. Oh my god! So and it's you know it's Harry. And I look into the rain and you know what whatever the lyrics are. None of them. But then, you. And then every time they play it live, just because it was the eighties and and you played in pubs, these fucking. 
dudes who can't feel anything <laughs> and, instead went, no way, get <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, mate, just sit with it. Australians yeah. can't about, handle about, emotion on any level. Yeah. How about you go to the concert and you think of her? Yeah. And you just, <laughs> and you cry, cry with it. The poor fucking angels. Yeah, poor, the poor angels. <laughs> Just a nickname. It doesn't have to be. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Saran. I was listening to the conversation. <laughs> You're just tapping away on the couch. I didn't write anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Like- he has no nickname. They say his full name every time. <laughs> I was trying to remember what his name was. To- um, I just read everything. <laughs> no, I didn't. I couldn't think of it. We're learning. Oh, like- we're learning. Saran yeah, is not yeah. good at this game. <laughs> I think he's the second most regular guest as well. Like he's, <laughs> he's on all the time. People love having him here. I think yeah. it makes listeners feel more comfortable he's about how they, <laughs> they're playing along. Their own guesses, yeah. He's a soothing presence. Oh, yeah. I think I know it's just a pronunciation. Yeah, pronunciation. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> if you're going to guess, Grace, as to who's last to get their answer in, who would you guess? I would say Seren. Oh, my gosh. You're right. <laughs> He's running the screenplay. <laughs> He's doing dialogue. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say, I don't think I'm going to win. Um, so I'll say my answer falls apart pretty quickly. <laughs> my movie just loses the plot. What else is happening? Yeah, what else, what else been going, going on? Have your shows been going? It's been good. Mm. Um, yeah, second last one tonight. Yes, um, I am. Yeah, feeling and yeah, it's feeling feeling good. I'm excited for Melbourne. Great, you know, just to fully be able to sit in there for the month. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it does I feel like a week is short here, a week is it? too too short. Yeah, mm. and then like, do you, are you guys doing two weeks in Melbourne? Are you? Are you you're I'm not doing, doing full month. You're doing a full month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're doing full month. Yeah, well. yeah. But sick, I did yeah. the like for Adelaide. I was I started last Friday and I end on Sunday, so I kind yeah. of did a week and a half. Yeah, we're the same actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think we're, we're yeah, I think we're all the, because you guys yeah with the weird two yeah. days off. We yeah, had, yeah. We had it's so annoying. Sunday and Monday off. I had to I had a show on Sunday, but yeah, then I had Monday off. That that I was weird how much I was like oh a day off because I the last festival I did was Edinburgh and it was like. There was only one day off. It was just the show every night. Right. And I remembered that here you get Mondays off every week. And I was like, it was kind of luxurious, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah the t- Sunday and Monday off felt like too much yeah. time mm. off. But. Especially because you, you feel like you're going to get momentum from two shows. And then it just... Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. And you kind of have to Tuesday start Tuesday was rough. Yeah. Tuesday was rough. Yeah, yeah Tuesday, Tuesday was rough. And then the late show at the Rhino Room was all... That was a real low point. <laughs> Connor, please leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the final question. What is the plot of the 19th in the... <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> hey, while you're still writing your answer, let's go for a quick break. <laughs> I, can't, I can't control you guys. <laughs> Mom does 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.